Welcome back to the Bullino Podcast. FA Cup weekend this time, so we're gonna keep it light and Cheshire. sociable. Yeah, Cheshire, <laughs> get banned. <laughs> yeah, so you've got myself, Ben, Flows, and Kate. Keep it light, Frosty. Um, Flows, you were mentioning before about Icardi. What the hell's going on there? Hey, Icardi. So obviously, it's knowledge in the football world. Icardi, Icardi's wife. She's a sort. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> no, obviously. She used to be Maxi Lopez's wife, who was like his idol. And mentor. They played together. Yeah, idol mentor. They played together oh, on the same okay. team. Are you sure of um, John Godfather. This goes much I feel this goes much deeper than what John Terry did. John Terry was just like, yo, I see this chick, I like her, I wanna bang her. Like Akadi, like I feel like he took this guy's wife because he wanted to be him. <laughs> He's godfather to one of his children, bro. Godfather to one of his children. But, yeah, I think she's she's a bit reckless. She's a bit wild. And it seems like she's mashing up his relationship, not only with Inter, but the possible Real Madrid move that was touted. All the news is saying that, basically, she's been a dickhead over contract negotiations with Inter. And so he was stripped of the captaintcy because they're just... But why the hell would you want your wife to be an agent, though? And do I don't think he's got a choice, bro. I don't know, actually. To be fair, I'm not sure about that one. But, like, what? You're going to tell your wife, bro? Go on. You go maybe tell your wife that you're not my maybe, agent. Maybe that was his angle. <laughs> oh, I've got someone he, else as my his, agent, man. That was his angle. He got in there and just thought, you know, I like this girl, you know? Let me act like, you know, Maxie's my boy. <laughs> you know, I'm going to bring some more money to you. I'm going to make your wife my agent. Take your girl. Make your girl my girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, not only so he's been stripped of the captaincy. He's in beef with them now because he refused to play in uh, in the Euros last week. But also, apparently, Real Madrid were looking to bring him in, and because of her, they're not looking at him no more. So he could be a guy without a club. <laughs> he could be a guy without a club, all because his wife's going on a bit reckless. So he's married to her now. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they've been married. They've been together for a long time now. It's like it's not recent that, that this all happened with 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 him getting together with her and things like that. Um, it's been a couple of years now. I swear, I'm not sure exactly how many. Listen, but... you know, this could be a film easily. Easily could be. Easily could be. Ooh. But who would play him though? Anyone? John Terry stars as a cardi. Any guy who's the, the guy that was in um, what's that guy doing that was in those football movies? Uh, the goal. Yeah, is it goal? Where he went from Newcastle <laughs> to Real Madrid. My man's not doing nothing. He could play a cardi, isn't it? Actually, he's yeah, like a with a low cut hair. Yeah, kind of a bit looks like. It. I'm saying, bro. I'm saying he could easily do it easily. All right. Uh, one thing we've always done with our guests, which we've not done ourselves, who we support, why, since when, our greatest moment. So now we're gonna do the same. I think it's quite obvious. Who we all support, but just for the listeners' no, sake. I've, I've actually been told that. Well, I've told people I'm a United fan, but then they've said I'll become neutral. I don't come across in it. Who, so. who told you that lie? Huh? People, isn't it? Who's people? It's mum. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, baby. You're doing great. You're very neutral. Alright, <laughs> right. So, obviously, I support Man United. Flows? Oldham. <laughs> Big up Paul Scholes. No, 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 no. United fan as well. United fan as well. MK? Yep, United fan, obviously. Probably hear that in my accent as well. Oh, please. You've, you've meshed that accent too much with the nah. Sudanese. <laughs> I don't the, even know where you're from anymore. The Mank in London. <laughs> <laughs> meshed with everything. Bradford, like... What? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, in terms of when started supporting myself, 
between 97 98 um my dad was a big supporter he always used to talk about them so typical thing so i'm just looking up to the dad i started watching them because of him and that's how i started watching it uh mine was around 97 as well and it was so, so it was literally just to make my uncle vex <laughs> my uncle was a chelsea <laughs> fan um to be honest i don't think it was a united chelsea match we were watching we were just watching football i hadn't really paid much attention to football too tough at that point but uh united were playing they were wearing red like red is my favorite color i was like ah, i like the red team my man's like no you don't support that team you can never support that team <laughs> I was like, ah, fuck you then. This is me now. <laughs> like, literally, it was just rebel, a thing. It's just, rebel from day. Yeah. Bro, it was just a thing I used to say to annoy him. Like, yeah, I support United. And then it became a thing. I grew up, got more into football and stuck with it. That, well, for me, it was, um, I can't remember the exact year, but all I know is I support United because of Ryan Giggs. That's the reason. Ryan he, Giggs was my dude. Well, yeah, he brought yeah. me into United. Like, I, I liked him first and then... I don't know if you remember. Well, he liked his chest there. Is that what you saw? <laughs> I, like, yes, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you remember back in the day. He had that. Um, he used to be on, I think it was CITV, um, Rangig Soccer School. Remember oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I used to come back, I used to watch that, I used to wear everything that he did, I, I wanted to do. Like, I was like absolutely gutted that I wasn't left footed like him. Because you do my right foot, but I wanted to be him, even on the pitch. I wanted to play on. Like on the wing, just so I could run at people and stuff like everything Rangies did. That's what I wanted to do. But, <laughs> I was gassed when my dad told me it was mixed race. Like, <laughs> I swear, down there's a little kid. I got openly like, gassed. Like, when I, was I, like yeah, when I found out, I, like, I knew it, man. <laughs> I knew it. It was something there. I liked him for a reason. I liked him for a reason. <laughs> but yeah, like, so here's the reason I supported United. Then obviously being local as well. Um, basically, well, I kind of had no choice. Everyone else around United, around the Manchester. Wait, hold on. Don't you think he likes to throw that in? Yeah. Like, I can imagine. <laughs> I'm a real fan, innit? You see, that's what he feels like. He gives it more clout, innit? Like, I'm from the bits. Like, they're my local, they're my local, slid that in. It's not like, what? For you guys, yeah, local team. It could be what? I don't know. It's the Bands. No, I'm not even talking about Premier League. What's your actual closest football team? Wimbledon or Crystal Bands? Dagenham and Redbridge. Hey, of course, it's local team. Yeah, yeah. Like the stadiums, the stadiums across the road from my yard. Okay. Like. <laughs> ben, you, 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 you beat me. In terms of professional football, we went from there. We walked from there to Old Trafford. They a are walk still. That's probably they, a little pitch. <laughs> they are through Oldham, they are the local through team. Salford, <laughs> <laughs> through Blackburn. No, they are, they are yeah, your local sorry. team. The, lo- the local team. So yeah, that's I kind of either them or City, and just because of the part of Manchester I grew up in is United had to be could it's it still- be City. It's, I was going to say, it's still taking me a while to actually think of my best moment. But I think through my time watching them properly, like you said, from 97, there's only bits here and there that I was watching and yeah. going to it more and more. For me, it's winning the Champions League. It wasn't the best win, but winning the Champions League against Chelsea. That yeah, that was... that was Only the, because... That was a corner. That turned a corner for me. I went... For, right. me, I, for me personally, because of Ronaldo, the Rooney, the, you know, that whole squad... And at that time, it's something I'm witnessing myself. It's not something I'm hearing and trying to experience with my dad, like the 99 season and whatnot. And, I mean, Ronaldo got the Ballon d'Or. It was just that whole season. I mean, Ronaldo was young. We were young. You know, it just seemed right. Boy, um, for me, it's a weird one. Um, Yeah, I like like the Ryan Giggs goal. That was always one of my favourites there, just for the sheer thing of it. But... Um, yeah, that Champions League final. I remember following that all season. We were all together as well. as well. Yeah, we all rolled together. But um, from that final, it was um, good. But I have a random one, which 
it wouldn't come to my mind as my favourite, but it's something I watch over and over again. What was it 2005? No, not 2005. Rooney's goal against Newcastle, where he was arguing with the oh, ref, right, right, right. and he turned around and banged it. For me, like that was just an amazing moment. Like you the Newcastle way... to spite Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Fuck that guy. No, but like for me, I, I just I was like I was amazed that like, Joe dropped just the way my man had been arguing with the ref, like arguing about the decision, and just turned around, put all that anger Wallet straight into it. that, and then it just dropped so nicely. So, you know, it's not like a cup or a competition or anything like that, but I do love that moment. Dennis, my best memory is, it's related to a game, but then it's actually the moments after the game. So, like, 99 Champions League final, we're feeling depressed, losing one bang, bang, Sheringham, Solskjaer. <laughs> then, all I know is, run outside and the whole street is up. Everyone's out, fireworks going off, everyone's out partying, and it's out like madness. And this is like obviously way before social media, so ain't no one yeah, on Twitter, no one like, saying nothing. Everyone's yeah. out because that's the way you communicate with people. Even then, it's like it's crappy phones, it's like pages <laughs> and things. So you're not calling people, you're not thinking. Everyone's out on the street, everyone partying, people cartwheeling everywhere, doing madness. And it's like <laughs> that was it, just madness because that was thing. And then, obviously, following that on, the parade that they did. Oh, that, was course, mad, yeah, top, that was a yeah. mad one because I ended up there. I wasn't meant to go. My mum my and dad told me, don't go. Don't think. Went there. Bad then, breach. When I was walking, then... Uh, what's Bad breach. I, got, I managed to get to the front and then uh, Wes Brown threw me a hat. So, yeah. Where's the hat? I don't know. What? Ginger hair all in it. No, I have it. <laughs> 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 oh, and all that ginger mess around me. No. Yeah, so that, that was it. Well, obviously, I've mentioned 99. You've mentioned... Uh, ben, you've mentioned um, 07 or 08. Yeah. If you were to do 99 versus 08. Teams. If you were to, they were to play in a match, obviously at the peak, both of them, who wins? I would say 99. Only because they're the ones that are like unbeaten, like getting to the end, they, they finish the game. The new one, or the one from 08, they, they, they've got young, good players like Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo and whatnot. But, I mean, that game went down to penalties. 99 didn't go down to penalties. They won the treble as well. So, yeah, I think they'll win. They just have that mentality. I know. I'd be tempted to say, oh, wait, because football, 10 years apart, football came on a long way since then. A lot of developments in the way teams play, in, you know, the way players are, the skill levels were higher. Um, so I would say, yeah, probably though. Then it's, uh, yeah, yeah, that um, the 08 one, they had... Um, just the way they won games and dominated, they were yeah. good. Really, Ronaldo Tevez, that was an amazing partner, like, that, that trio. Yeah. But for me, that 919, just because of number two, number one, the two guys up top, Joachim Cole. Obviously, you had Solskjaer and Sheridan on the bench, were amazing, but Joachim Cole up top, they were just, yeah, I loved that. Loved seeing them on. And then, obviously, then that midfield, having Keen there and then forcing that like, United to this day. To to this day, yeah, United didn't have no They missed They missed The 08-09 team didn't have no enforcer Hargreaves Oh please I said they didn't yeah, have no enforcer They had a player there <laughs> Wait didn't he play he right had, back most of the time nah, he, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, he, he held he, it down he, he held it down but it's not the same bro Like who you backing in a Hargreaves versus Keane like, Gig scores Keane Beckham that was, That's a perfectly balanced team Wait are we talking about the teams that started the final though 
Because <laughs> the final team for '99, bro, who's in that midfield? Who's in that midfield? Long twist. Wait, did a didn't but start because what was it? Skulls and Keem. Skulls and but even that's the point. Like I think even with that kind of starting team, they still came back winners, and it was in ninety minutes. This team with a very good attacking side, didn't Ronaldo, Tevez, Rooney, very good squad. They still went to penalties, and Ronaldo didn't do much in that. Yeah, that was that was a lot. Yeah, but that was. But then look at the. I mean, looking at both of them, man. Looking at the we opponents, were jammy against Bayern to even get anywhere. We should have yeah, 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 yeah. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, it's the mentality. They never say die mentality. Yeah. They have versus. This is a shame. Yeah, Bayern hitting the post and the crossbar and stuff like that. They could. They could score. We should have been out long time ago. In the other one, in the yeah, we did Chelsea, yeah, 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 we dominated. Yeah, yeah. They got some. They got a lucky. Was it Lampard goal, goal in it? Was it head? Yeah, was it? No, was the it? Tip, typical goal deflection, man. So that they were the differences, but they were both great nights anyway. Yeah. So what you think you also think ninety nine? Nah, I mean I would go just I think, I think it, it's a bit, it, it, like what you're saying, it's a bit tough to It might just be because, because I'm younger. Because I was younger. Decades. So I think ninety nine to But you're talking about have, all of them in their prime, that's the problem. Because yeah, yeah. Neville in his prime, I mean oh, Again if you go that Neville didn't play the O seven Final. You didn't play the final. No, yeah, it was Brown, even. wasn't it? Yeah, where's Brown playing? Yeah, that? where's Brown playing? Again, in, that's what I'm saying. Are we going with in the two final eleven? Are we starting with the starting elevens of the finals? You got starting eleven, then then no seven or eight. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. If you're going with that starting eleven, but just actually, plus, I, pre- I prefer the '99 team, though. I do just, prefer the '99 team. Just a quick, yeah. a quick thing as we were when we were driving here. A question that a lot of United fans do, and I think I've got the opposite view to a lot of you guys. But skulls. How good is that guy? Do you like it? Do you rate him as good he as was one of my, He's one my, my top three players. <laughs> one of my old-time favourites. When you go from that old squad, he was one of my favourites. Well, I was short. He was short. He was ginger. I'm not ginger, but... <laughs> do you know what I mean? You but black. One thing ginger. I used to like was um, just seeing the ball sort of going off screen and then the ball fizzles back straight to the back <laughs> of the net. I'm like, that's cool. I used to love that. I used to love long shots. That's why I, I took, yeah, so I today I just shots. say shoot because if the ball comes out of the box, I'm hoping Pogba or someone is there to rebound because that's I like goals like that. To this day, I would I would like for a goal of the month, I'll give it to a long range over than a, a jink into the box. Like I don't know. Um, me, I don't. I don't rate goals as highly as everyone why thinks not? he is. I just think like looking back. Either at the finals, 99, and the uh, 07 08, he wasn't around. In neither of them. He didn't play in the finals. But that's, that's just the finals. finals. No, no, in the finals. Who scored, okay, what goal got, got into the final? What Barcelona goal? Who scored the goal with the Barcelona goal? He scored it in a very <laughs> defensive game. Okay. But a good, another thing about that 07 08, most of that season he didn't play. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he had the eye yeah. infection. He yeah. didn't play. And you know, I think when United he was did there, better as, as, we, as we found out later, later you could say he was older, but. When it was him and um, when Hargreaves left, and it was him and um, Carrick in the field, this guy got overrun. It was the people around him that did the you stuff. You got overrun because of Carrick. You know no, my I... story when it comes to Carrick. Let me, let me nah. tell you something. You said why people rate. I'll tell you why. Because even though sometimes he didn't play in some crucial matches, he was very consistent at a high level. Mm. Because very the goals consistent. helped. Even at his old age, you're still scoring goals. So, I mean, the, it's the consistency. The That's crosses. why maybe you get a Javier Iniesta. Because, like, Scholes' name has always been there. With those Every guys. season. It's not like he's the best in the world. But it's like, you know, you put him in top 10. For this season, um, midfielders, Scholes are always Consistently world class. Do you know like, what I mean? Consistently so, top class. That's why people rate him highly. Because he did it every year when he was playing. May have one-off or two-off games. But 
most of the season he's done better than. Nah, in fact, not even having one or two off games. Like, can you name? Can you remember a game where Skulls played badly? Remember? He could be. He would be. He'd either be good or he'd just be average. No, I don't well, ever remember being like, yo, Skulls cost that game. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when you're talking about with his tackles and going back. He no, but tackles, yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't tackle. He couldn't problem. tackle. He couldn't tackle, but you could never be like, yo, he was the reason United lost that game. Yes. You, on, but that's on. the thing. Even, Fulham, when we got beat 2-0 on that game, he was at fault for that one. <laughs> okay, you can, but I mean, it was not enough. Do you know what I mean? He didn't do that enough to... What, like 20 him. years on that one Fulham game. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> one. And that, that one came, come straight to mind. But there's, there's more. And, nah, there's and probably, like, probably, that's it. But I'm saying there's no obvious... So you, what, you think he's overhyped? No, I think he, he, he's a good player, but I think he's overhyped. I think... People are building up way more. But I say if he's overhyped, then Pirlo's overhyped because their skill set was the same. Like what they did for their teams was pretty much the same thing. Pirlo had free kicks in his locker as well. So I think Pirlo did have free kicks in his locker, but then Skulls had those more long range fizzes than Pirlo had them shots as well. He had them, but Skulls had more though. Um, (laughs) Okay, so looking at United now, obviously we see what happened in the Champions League. I think we're all hopeful, right? That. Something, I could, something happened, could happen, especially something with Neymar being injured. Then Cavani, everyone was like, you know what? Ole might just pull this one off. But, but then that's the talk. Like, is it you know like? And I think Solskjaer himself said it. With those guys out of the, with those guys out of the equation, you don't know what PSG are going to do. So in mm. a weird way, and I'm not trying to make no excuses for United or nothing like that. In a weird way, that maybe didn't help as much as it wasn't as much of a boost as as originally thought, because. You know, when, Ed, when Cavani and Neymar are playing, you see that team week in, week out, you go for tactics against that team. Mm. All of a sudden, they're not there. You're like, wait, what formation are PSG going to play? Who's going to play in what position? What midfielders are they going to play to, to compensate? So was, maybe it wasn't as big, a, as big a, a plus as everyone thought. That was obviously a game for D7. Could call, still call him D7. Well, <laughs> I mean, he, he, he assisted twice. He, he had fun on that pitch. You yeah, know, it I mean, didn't... See, I, I don't know... I'll put it this way If Lingard and Martial Were still playing Do you think it would have been A different game? Yes You do? Okay um, Again you, you can't Like obviously They're not playing in defence But you don't know What's happening up At the mm. other end of the pitch And whether PSG are getting the ball um, I think the main factor was Pogba was Was taken out of the game Like Variety made him A bit of a non-factor He was closed down fully man. He was yeah, closed you know down what? fully that, that, in, in that game It showed uh, In the first half PSG showed United respect because they didn't want to go toe to toe with the front with the front three mm. because they knew they they can get taken out and they'll, they'll yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. so they didn't want to they didn't want to go toe to toe with them as soon as obviously Lingard and Martial get injured they can take risks you get you bring on uh, Sanchez who claims he got injured by the linesman before so that's why he was non-existent <laughs> but obviously yeah so you're playing with ten men basically <laughs> and then, um, they then switch it up and then I've said this like before the resurgence to United is all pretty much been down to Pogba or how he's played. And yeah, it's pretty, it, that's if, like 90% of, what, of yeah, what's been going on now. If we're just a slightly kind of better, then, like we've been believing we're better because of the run we've been on, but we're just a slightly better version of Chelsea, basically, where you put someone on Jorginho and they're done. You know, you put someone on, on Pogba, done. No one, like, who else steps up to the plate to and do something much, else? No one else. As and much as I hate to admit it, like... That game showed like the weakness of Herrera. Like Love Herrera does a good job. Like loves loves the club, but he provides great covering. He provides great running, but he doesn't create. Um, he's not a creator. He doesn't he's have the, that in his locker. Really, it's the typical the terrier, sad, like, sideways passes that 
have been going on. That was basically what United ended up being without Pogba getting involved. Well, but I think it's been known for a while because Pogba is our main creative player. If he's not playing, he's like, the only creative in general. Player. Even he's if the they only didn't, if he player. wasn't like he, he was injured, literally this is what happened because we don't actually have anyone that creates except Mata and Mata. They keep playing on the on the yeah. wide or wide side of the wing till he comes into the middle. But this is always going to happen. But with some of that, some of the game, how it went, the course of action, and how it went, could you say Solskjaer was at fault for some of it? And some of the tacticians, the tactics he put, like what? the subs he did brought on. The could subs, subs what oh, who else is he bringing on? Who no, okay, I, I would have questioned could you not someone. Have the one earlier. Oh, okay. I would have said that yeah. because, per- but that's just me and my football manager knowledge. I would have brought on Lukaku and instead then, of Sanchez first, and then yeah, brought yeah, Rashford yeah. wide again. Yeah, I, no, that's, I thought that's what was going to happen. In the middle, yeah, if yeah, anything, he can hold up. He doesn't have to do the whole. His first touch is terrible, but just hold up the ball, link it up to Sanchez or. Yeah, um, um, Rashford in this case, but he kept it the same for a long time. And I would have liked to have seen. Uh, I wanted to see Fred come into the game with Pogba being marked out. Um, I would have liked to see Fred come in for Herrera because again, he you know he's got Champions League pedigree and he can offer something creatively. He can play those passes. He can play those balls over the top. Those balls through through the defense. So that was what I wanted to see. But I you know I still got high hopes for that dude. But yeah, a lot of that came down to you said that in the United chat. Um, inexperience which it showed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it showed so um, as it stands like you said if Pogba was out of the game with PSG come on Verratti I mean they had bags of players even with these two yeah. major injuries so yeah I mean you could tell in their play that the passing and everything was more fluid I mean you know missing some simple passes it was Matic has some good spells and then he goes on to Matic is probably the only stuff. player who I thought played well Throughout the throughout the game, like I thought, he had to uh, again. I think yeah, he was that, the only that, one that had that experience at the top level. You could have world class players, but if you're not used to playing there, it shows, and that's what it, it yeah, shows with United. Because yeah. so, we United have been what a yo yo team in the Champions League for the last couple of seasons. They've been there, they've been not there, they've been there. And they've not been they've not been to any meaningful yeah. stages of but Champions then like, League. Look since, at the um, what quarterfinals under since, boys or whatever. Yeah, since that one, but like that team. When they got to the stage where the manager needed to do something, Moyes was useless. But um, but before before that, with uh, when, with the Ferguson scenario, like again at the beginning stages, he was, the teams were terrible. Like they couldn't get past it. Had some rubbish teams in the early stages. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. later on, he managed to get that system. And then look towards the end, you go to games and they just beat teams. And they'd have a crap. You look at the team, the lineup, and it's like this is rubbish. Shouldn't even do anything. But they had the experience to know how to do things, and they just batter teams. And it's similar to, which we'll obviously come on to later, Spurs. They've now obviously been there for a while. They know what they're doing. They've got that thing. And the way they, the way they demolished... Um, who did they play again? Dortmund. Dortmund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The way they demolished Dortmund is similar to how Fergie was used to. All right, so a quick point on that. Should we not be expecting anything from United from the Champions League in the next few seasons? If they do, if they do keep getting, you know, again... If they're gonna keep going again and again and getting that experience, should we not be surprised if last sixteen should, or not, surprised, disappointed, or angry if last sixteen is is where they get for the next two or three seasons until the until the experience comes in? Personally, I expect them to do better than this stage next season, only because we got PSG. So round sixteen, we got PSG straight away. If we got another team like Ajax or something, yeah. I expect Martial, whoever's there, to be doing much better next season. Whether it's Ole or whoever else would have better players, I'm assuming. But no. by that same logic, 
Could have got Real Madrid or Barcelona. No, that's what I said. I'm saying if you don't get a big team, because usually you don't really get a big. Yeah, 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 no, no, it's, no, no. The way they revamped like, the, the way they revamped the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You get like a Schalke or running Porto. Yeah. No, but the way, the way they revamped the Champions League, this is always going to happen. Though. Yeah, we have to go with us. Is it always going to happen? Pretty much. Real Madrid are playing Ajax. You City are playing Schalke. Yeah, and where did those teams end up? They all top their group. United didn't. So if you don't top your group, you will get a hard team. And that's what's going to happen. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, yeah, 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 the way they revamped yeah, yeah, their yeah, thing. Yeah. Because oh. it's not like, it used to be before, see the teams were at the top. Yeah, see, now yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. Now teams it's just... that win the leagues are the top seeds. Everyone else is not. So that means they'll always be a group of death, which means big teams will finish second. So like United will finish second and stuff. And then you play a harder team, you go, you will go out. So for the next couple of like, seasons, it's going to be the same. Unless I... we do get a Sevilla and we don't play the crap as we did. <laughs> so thinking about it obviously there was what was it a draw against Valencia and a loss to Valencia in the group stages it was a draw and a, the last game was the loss right because that was why it didn't go top I'm sure that last yeah, game we, was a loss yeah, yeah. we, we so lost that one yeah. it was a draw and a loss which I would say we're guessing under or we'll probably keep saying under Solskjaer wouldn't have happened but then would the win against Juventus have happened with Solskjaer you know, you so can would we? Would, yeah, would no. they, could we say that this team would have definitely topped a group if you know? No, no, would I don't they, think, I don't think would they definitely top, top a group next season? Would the they team, definitely the top is, a group next the season? The team is not good enough. It's going to take. But that's what so, I'm saying. So, Solskjaer said um, in his press conference, I think a few weeks back, it's going to take at least two years for this team. And to, that's what so a proper Premier, Premier League title. For Champions League, it's going to probably be three. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, if United, even if they don't get out of group stages or they go out of round of sixteen, should that be expected? That should that be the expected level for the next couple of seasons at least? It just as as Ben was saying, it depends. It depends who we drawn against. Who you got drawn, and then I think within from next year. I mean, you've got some experience now. From next season, unless you're drawn against a big Titan, technically, even with this score two 0 people are still thinking there's hope. But now with Pogba gone, most people then, think he's and also, gone. And also, there's the no big thing about team. looking at the future is. If United get fifth, we're back to square one again. Go in Europa League and then we we'll come back in Champions League mm-hmm. the season mm-hmm. after for first for the first time in the thing and then it's new experience again. It's, so well, it all depends where we finish. If we can get that continued run in the Champions League, then we'll be all right. So next two next two games is important, then, isn't it? But actually, um, Unless, yeah, go. Yeah, nah, PSG obviously the way they played without Neymar, they were a lot more balanced. Well, without Neymar, without Cavani, they were a lot more balanced. They work for each other. They've worked well. They dominated the game. Um, but then, like, what I was thinking though is, and like Neymar has been obviously linked again with a move away from uh, PSG, and it looks like PSG, the PSG board, are not actually bothered about it. They're actually thinking, you know what, let the guy go. He's not what as big as they thought he's gonna be. <laughs> so like, if they're saying that, and these people have been saying he could be up for Ballon d'Or and that, if he's, if it's not him, who are the next people? If you take out Messi, Ronaldo, of Modric was a one-off, but take out Messi, Ronaldo. Who's the next uh, big guy for the Ballon d'Or? Suarez. I mean, in but the future, future he's, maybe. He's age, so he's, he's not got long. Okay, life. if you talk about future, future, I'll say yeah. someone from England. Maybe the only person I can see now is maybe Sterling, if he continues his goal tally and his assists. But I mean, who else sticks Pogba, out? Pogba, De Bruyne. I would say midfield, but I'm not sure. De Bruyne hasn't done it this season yet. In the future, he's been yes. injured though. But I mean, in injured. terms of talent you could say you just pick the top guys from each team Sterling Pogba <laughs> these are the young guys that are going if, wherever Sancho is if he's continuing PSG, and Bayern doesn't really seem to have that anymore 
Bi- well, Bayern, the younger. Bayern have got they got old heads. Like yeah. Bayern have been running Besides that Coman, same and team. Coman is always in and out of the team. Yeah, so. Dembele same. Um, for me, the thing with Neymar is as well. Like, yeah, Neymar seems to have power in PSG to the detriment of the team. If he Actually, could sorry. be brought to task, sorry, under sorry let me just. Inter- Mbappé, sorry, we just... <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we're not getting down to that level yet. We're not down to... I thought, the, I thought the, that the was a, it's like, a no-brainer, man. No, no, I didn't realize. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just put my hand, I was like, oh, shit. We're not he down comes to the way of Sterling. Of course, of course. Yeah, we're yeah. not down to the little sorry, kids yet. On. We're not down to the little kids yet. But, um, no, but for me, Neymar... Again, if Neymar was made to work in a team that complimented him but wasn't centred around him, if he was made to do stuff properly, he could easily be a Ballon d'Or winner. But I think at PSG... He can do what he wants, and what he wants isn't always the best thing for the team. Yeah, but the thing, could, could he go to another team now and be that, be part of a team instead of being an individual? No, In I think team? his own arrogance would probably wouldn't let him. Because what, I he, think he's he, got the skill to. He couldn't. He didn't want to play second fiddle to Messi at Barca, so that's why he left. But that's it. I'm not even talking about playing second fiddle. Like you know, the fact that he goes there, and again, like the team is geared towards him having the ball, the you know penalties, free kicks. He's the, you know, he's he came straight into the team and he displaced some guys that have been there for ages. Yeah. Like, you know, like Cavani and Ibrahimovic on the one. Like, you can't be giving, you can't bring a guy in like that and just be giving him that kind of power. Because it's not like, you know, it's not like he went to a team where there were no good players. And, but, you know, if you, if you're a, if you bring in a superstar, like say, like Leicester bringing in Cambiasso when they brought in Cambiasso. He got a few, you know, he got a few uh, advantages or got like some special treatment because he's Cambiasso and there's no one else in that level in that team. PSG didn't have that. They had superstars there already and he just brushed them all to the side. But that's the, I think it's just his aspirations in terms of, like he said, the Ballon d'Or, like Messi and Ronaldo have ruled it for a while and he has been touted as the next best and he's shown he is on that level. When these two are out of the scene, it's him. So, like I said, whether or not he, he's going to be allowed to be at PSG or whatever, but technically he's still got the ability to do it. In terms of scoring I think goals, he, still can, he can yeah. bang goals for fun. So, in terms of Ballon d'Or, Messi and that, they've got talent, but it's all about the goals. The levels of goals he scored is too mad to ignore. So, in this case, that's why I said if it's coming to someone that's going to dominate, Mbappe comes up first because he'll score any league anywhere. From, from his skill set, he can do anything anywhere. So, that's one person. And Neymar, too, if he stays fit. Yeah. To show the gap between the rest of the players and like Messi, for example, he scored his thirtieth or more goal in a season, like in eleven consecutive seasons, man. That's what <laughs> goat status. But that's it. The the like once them two are gone, the whole matrix is gonna have to be you know it's gonna have to be reconfigured. Basically, you you can't hold people to their standard once they're not there anymore because then nobody deserves to win the Ballon d'Or. So the level of what's what is considered dominating is going to drop considerably. So are we going to be in a couple of years' time be like back in my day? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be what? So what? They've been dominating what ten, eleven years it is now or whatever. It's going to be the way it was before that. Before then, you oh, know, yeah, Paul is then. Yeah, Ronaldinho. But that's it. But you had ballers. You had Ronaldinho. You had uh, like Kaká was like he was what he was the last guy to win it before those two started their their dominance, right? Um, you had your Figos, you had your Zidane's, but it was always kind of an open conversation. You had your Owens. <laughs> you had your Owens. You you had your Owens. That guy's got it. He's got that trophy. And like you know, 
Think about it. With an Owen now, you know. He would not win that. No, but think about it. Owen now is like a, say, like maybe an Mbappe now, like a young kid scoring loads of goals. How dare you compare Mbappe to. What are you talking about, bruv? Like, he he came on the scene younger than Mbappe was. Younger than Mbappe was. Mbappe won the World Cup, bruv. Mbappe's won the World Cup. Yeah, but that was last year and he didn't win the Ballon d'Or <laughs> for last year. So that's not, against that's Argentina. Not, nah, bro. He can, he can put that on his wall. <laughs> World Cup is a team thing, bro. World Cup is a team thing. Yeah, I'm talking about coming in and scoring goals individually. We're talking about a young striker coming in. If Michael Owen was about now, he was, uh, he's not he's, winning that Ballon d'Or. I put Michael Owen, I never rated him, man. That's what I just said. I never rated him. Henry Real Madrid bought him. Yeah, bro, you know. They bought him. He was their top goal scorer and they thought, nah, D1. Because he hasn't making the money, no one's out there buying yeah. wearing shirts. They want my man started doing helicopter tours way too late in his career. I think he started talking about like in in training, and we talk about horse racing and horses and shit. Like, fuck this, man. Anyway, you mentioned earlier about um, City, yeah, about dominating the quadruple. Do we actually think it's a possibility? Do you say who was it? Phil Foden thinks this it can. Um, and they asked him is that can you win it is that yeah I but, think they've got the possibility of a, a treble quadruple I'm not sure treble possible possible I've, if they take the Premier League but I'm not sure about the Champions League I think they can take Premier League um, Carabao Cup's in the bag FA Cup barring <laughs> an, who are they playing Chelsea, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> never seen right, after that we'll get to Chelsea um, I think yeah I think Premier League is likely Carabao Cup is there FA Cup is likely I'm still not sold on the Champions League. They can do it. Yeah, it depends on who who they get. Yeah, and the thing drawn. is, yeah, but by the time they get to the final, no. But if he, if they are the um, City and PSG are favourites for the Champions League, I thought Juventus were favourites. No, it's City and Juventus was the favourite because of Ronaldo. But, no, when, 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 did those, when did those odds change? Um, Paddy Power and Talk Sport, man. <laughs> they asked him, but um, yeah, because. Barcelona and Real Madrid They're not what they Nah they're what not they what they were. were So pretty they're much I think it. you can take them out yeah. Bayern Munich are not the same team Nope Liverpool If they come up against City They could probably oh, Over 90 minutes out. easily um, But then yeah I don't think I think City would have too much for Juve PSG Now that's another thing It depends on How they are But I think City will do that I think City are favourites for, for I would put City as favourites for Champions League Really? Yeah. Really? But to be I, honest I, no, no, You know I would say no, just given the evidence of what I've seen, but at the beginning of the season, I'm like, they've won the Premier League. What else is Pep going for? Champions League. Mm-hmm. Juventus mm-hmm. got Ronaldo for the Champions League because they win the league all the time. They won the league, but they last Seven eight to years. eleven years. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. So like crazy like that. Years, so that's yeah. they're going for it, and then obviously PSG. They, that's what they want. They, they're saying, they wanted that for Juventus. ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. those are the top three. But then the way Man City have been playing, the way the other teams have played, they've been more consistent. Whereas Man City haven't. That's why I said they probably will not make it. But does City have too much for PSG? Yeah, I think they'll be, they're more of a team than if once Neymar comes back off his, um, <laughs> his week-long injury. After his sister's party. birthday. After his sister's birthday. If his sister's party. birthday, then his birthday around the same time. So. Every year. Every year, yeah, all the time. What was it, like four years in a row? <laughs> he chokes and yeah, he just wants to same, go by. Yeah. And then he puts on stupid social media that he's celebrating PSG winning. You don't care. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that, I think City are that, but can they win the tri- quadruple? I don't think so, because I think if they go for the Champions League, they'll slip I up think in the league. I think Liverpool takes the league. Yeah. But then also, but then it depends on what Liverpool go for as well. Do Liber- I think oh, Liverpool no. need to be going for the league. The league. They, they, want, they, want, they, the they league. want the league more, but then 
they come to a point where if City is still neck and neck with them as well, you you got kind of nah, you can't all your eggs in one basket. If they go through, if they get through, if they <laughs> once it gets to quarters and semis of Champions League, then it, it, it takes up more space in their mind. But I still think league is number one priority for them right now. I think they have. I mean, Liverpool just um, City just won the league, so I would expect them to go in for Champions League. Liverpool on this, I, they've been one in the league for however long. Champions League, you went there and you flopped it, or Carriers flopped it, whatever. But this is the question. What's happened to those other teams? Real Madrid looking fresh at the moment. Did they lose today, right? They, they lost 2-1, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Down to 10 minutes. Barcelona, they're looking okay, but not the same selves. Obviously, yeah. you've got Liverpool. Who else is there that is not looking their same self that no one's even... Bayern. Dortmund again you never know which yeah. team's going to turn up because you see what happened well, you see right, what happened against yeah, Tottenham you saw what happened they against be underdogs to come up with the Champions League nah because they, if they come up against City or Liverpool in oh yeah if they come against an English team if finished. they come against an English well, team in the final they're done in fact if they come against as you say in 90 minutes and I think one of the problems it is, is but 90 minutes Poch has shown this against the top sides sometimes and one of the, yeah. some of these teams are not for it no, Harry Kane's finally getting his rest that's that true. World Cup rest, he's finally getting it. Now. But the other thing is, <laughs> it seems like it terrible. seems like tactically managers get the like when you're talking about big managers of big teams. I think they get the best of Poch more often than not. Like he can get out tacticked. Like even I know I don't even have to talk about big managers. Look at uh, Solskjaer. You know the United yeah. Tottenham. He game. did. He didn't. Solskjaer didn't out tactic him for sixty minutes. He Solskjaer, did. Solskjaer, they hated him. That's it. No, for sixty minutes, <laughs> Tottenham, like Tottenham weren't even like all right towards the end of the game. United sat, settled down and, and Tottenham, it was all Tottenham's way, but first half, beginning of the second half, what what did Tottenham offer? Well, it, it, <laughs> no, 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 but the Basically goal came from the goal came from Solskjaer's tactics of how he how he but wanted Rashford te- to play where he wanted him to play. That was it was a direct result of him saying, "You sit up there, we play that long ball or over Carrick, the top." Yeah, yeah, um, no, no, and he that. had a couple of warnings. You know, the team had a couple of warnings of that, and then they did nothing with it. Um, but you know what's weird? It's so I think someone like, with more experience. It's like when it when that thing came in, it's like oh shit, Solskjaer, some nice movements there. After that, it seemed to be the go to thing where you see. Lingard comes into the middle and then Rashford and Martial go out wide and up top. Yeah. And it's like, it's not working anymore. And I'm talking from, again, <laughs> football it, manager experience. Yeah. When you do something a few times, it's like the team's cut on. And like but even the Leicester game, Josie. it looked a bit like it weren't fully, what do you call it? But look at Josie. Josie had that mad start and then everybody figured them out. Mm. The thing is, United, United, well, they've, they've got a variation. They've got their standard 4-3-3. And then they've got that false nine thing that they did against Arsenal. But even then, it's still the same midfield. It's just the up front changing a little bit. United don't have that many options in terms of, of switching it up. And again, because there's not many not many creative players there to, to do to do a job. It's a bit crazy how this Euros are going. Because even with that Arsenal... Well, they lost to uh, to Bate Boris. What, you mean a team with a name like a Wi-Fi password? Yeah, like yeah, no, but doesn't it start? It stands for something. Wait, hold on, hold yeah, on. No, no, no. That's your tweet that I like best. Was that it's Valentine's Day and Arsenal couldn't even masturbate. <laughs> 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 that yeah. was too much. Hold on, hold on. 
Yeah, spared his blushes because he flopped big time. 
But basically, the ball came in, so the, the shot, mm. he fumbled it, hit it straight back up, and then they had uh, Ajax guy headed it in. Then the referee didn't say nothing, he gave it, VAR called it, like someone said to him, he then went and looked at the thing, he then pulled it off and said, it's um, offside, basically, guy, a guy's toe was offside and saying he didn't fit with the goalkeeper when he wasn't. So it's like, is, does VAR, now, is it going to, is it nitpicking way too, like, is it going to be nitpicking too much to the degree of everything it looked into so uh, much? Personally, but, I didn't see it, so I can't really comment on it, but did you see it? Now, yeah, I would say in that case, it's not really, because... Uh, VAR just showed what happened. The referee decided that he was interfering with play. Well, it was going to be pressure that he's been... Because he gave the goal at first and then he gets called over. Took another three minutes or so. And then he's now changing his mind. When you get called over for that, do you not have to kind of change your mind? You don't have to. Like, he should be strong enough to be like, nice, cool. You know, you've given me me your input. Like, I don't agree. But that's the whole thing. Like, he tells you, I think you've made a mistake. You watch it and make a decision. So if... If he's seen something, it's a foul or it's whatever, you have to give it. I don't have you never had the thing when you're like, what's it called? Your missus tells you to do something, and then you can't you've done, no, 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 you've done it, and no, then, you can. and then, right, she, and then she, you, like, she tells you to do something, then you do it, and then you forget about it, and then later on she's like, oh, she did it, and you're like, fuck, did I do it? <laughs> so it. And you start questioning yourself. And you start thinking, nah, didn't do nah, it. Bro, did, no. Even if I haven't done that shit, I lie. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but bro, come on now. No, a more apt, a more apt thing would be like if you do, like you know, if you do a piece of work and somebody's like, yeah, you've done this wrong. You might look over it again. At the very least, you're going to be like, all right, let me double check it. But you're not going to just double check it and be like, and just say that it's wrong for the sake of it. If you know what you've said is right, even if you're going to double check and be like, yeah, that's exactly what I thought I saw. Either that or you're just going to tell people from the off Nah you're chatting shit Like the referee should be The referee should be strong enough in his own mind To like you know You shouldn't be allowing doubts to creep into your into your performance If the guy's like I think you've got that wrong Then take that as it's a suggestion Rather than the guy saying you've definitely got this but wrong But I think that's what it is isn't it yeah, it's, it's a suggestion, suggestion. Yeah, it's a suggestion. Well, I, Me I don't, I don't agree with that though I think it should be um, what do you, yeah. it, no, it shouldn't be a suggestion It should be just like if the linesman sees something He's not suggesting to the referee or oh, seen this. He should be telling. He's telling the lineman should tell the. He's telling the referee now nah, that guy's taken him out or he's done that. And it's, but has there been times when referees have overruled linesmen? There's been but times when referees have overruled linesmen. I don't feel and it they're should, like now nah, you're wrong. It shouldn't be like that. It should be like especially possibly in that one because the referee can actually see the linesman, yeah. so it's a different angle. But in VAR, they're the guys are at the top. They've had to. Opportunity to review stuff, just like we are on TV. We can we see the replay. Yeah, yeah we see it again and then, again. Then yeah. you know, let that guy upstairs be the bad guy and let him make the decision and change it. Not the referee. The referee should be and that, they're one. They're one big team. So at the end of the day, like whichever decision, they're just they're doing it for the for the great good. For the great team, good of the, the game. game. Yeah. Which now I agree with what you're saying. That's how it should work because they're seeing it. There's no need for the referee to look at it again because they're all officials as well, right? Yeah. But I think in terms of the game and the perception, the referee, they still want the referee to be seen as that figure of authority. Because, you know, if it does start going it's going like, to kind of dilute his power and they, they want him to still be the figurehead of the game and they still want that respect for the referee. So yeah. I think it's more a perception thing than a, this is the way that it works best. Yeah, but then they, they got to do something then. Mike cut the refs or do something. they got to do something else. Because even like after the game, um, 
put it this way: the, the referee makes the decisions. He can't now say, "Okay, it's a goal," or let's say there's a penalty. He's like, "No pen." They tell him actually things a penalty, and he just says, "Okay, it's a penalty." You know what is his reasoning? This, this he has to write his notes, so then it's like I got overruled by them, so I let it go. Referees yeah, have yeah. to have an account of what they. They, 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 they don't really. They, they have. They have to. Write no, but I'm saying that's why they're they making watch it. So now watch it, and now okay, do you agree with us? You don't. You you write down this is what because they have to write uh, an account of what happened. So now you can yeah, say I did. didn't give it because X or no. If you just give it, why do you give it? Because they said so. I don't know. I think, I think you can come up with a reasoning after. <laughs> That's the thing. No, you, you can't. You, I didn't see shit. It. You didn't see it. And, and these then, guys told me, so it was their fault. You know. Nah, what I mean? and then, no, and then you can come back and just say, oh, I'm viewing it second time is this, but no you one's going to question it. Wait, who's viewing it second time? Like referee. So like them, like he's not seen something. VAR have called him back. Now he says, oh, I'm viewing it second time on VAR. Now I'm going to give it. But before you wouldn't give it, like. It's because of the pressure that's been given. I kind of get what you're saying and the referee, but then if you're thinking about it, the referee shouldn't have to give a reason other than I trusted the guys in the VIR box because they are officials as well. No, but they have been appointed. That would be something they should change. That would be something because yeah, yeah. as it stands, the referee has to give a reason for yeah. why he's on something. But I'm saying because they said so should be an acceptable reason because they are officials as well. But they, they, need, you know, to, they need to do something with the VIR though because the fact that after the game, they interviewed the... Real Madrid guys and Quartal didn't even know what the reason he thought it was like a foul or something like that he didn't know if they go yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for the VAR so the players don't know what the hell's happening um, the fans don't know nothing so they need to do some way put it on the screen yeah yeah like, like put it on the screen mic him, mic him up, so up so, no, so then all, like American football MLS they interview the referee after after the game, man. Interview him. Yeah, but in American football, in American football, the referee will be like, yo, there's yeah, a flag on the play, penalty because of this, that, and the other. That makes and sense. It everyone it, can everyone, hear it. Everyone knows there's no hiding, there's no sense of cheating. And bro, yeah, it's good. Cool. I think it will get to that, but I think maybe football hasn't reached that level. There's still a bit of... No, they still don't, you know, people are adverse to change. But even yeah. what you were just saying about now, he can't be like, oh, I changed it because they said so. What happens when... He don't give an offside, and the linesman's like, "Yo, it's offside," and he agrees with him. In his report, he probably just has to write, "Oh, the linesman saw it, and I didn't." So it's not going to make much of a change and much of a difference. But like, you know, I think VAR is going to do more good than it does harm. Yeah, it definitely is. And, He's a teething problem. Yeah, yeah, and you know, five, ten years. But it's definitely it's def- is it confirmed now? Or we're still waiting, like for Premier League. It's definitely in. Yeah, it definitely. In it from, next, it's next from season. next season, isn't it? Yeah, from next they've season. actually confirmed it now because yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, said yeah. it, but they didn't. There was something else that had to come back—a second confirmation. Or something. No, no, definitely mm. confirmed. It's definitely. In. The next think, season, definitely. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah it's well, it'll be interesting to see. Just it'll be very interesting, but you know, and then I think the next thing to see would be like, will they widen the scope? Because obviously now, obviously when it originally comes in, it's only going to be for goals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, no, they're going to throw it for um, like dives and tackles in the middle of the pitch and things like that. But I think no, the it's game changing stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's. If a so dive, dive in leads, the box, yeah, dive leads to a penalty. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But it's not going to be for a dive in the middle of the pitch because that's not really yeah, going to be game changing. But that's the thing; they shouldn't. They shouldn't I don't know. Can it, it not that. be? I'm trying to think. Maybe Only I'm wrong, but I've watched a lot of German football over the last what two or three years. I think it started maybe three years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sh- I'm not sure, but I'm I'm sure I've seen maybe a tackle in the middle of the pitch. Whether I feel it's going to look at the year, I'm not. Yeah, but I'm I, don't think, I don't that. think we're I don't think we're adopting the same not, model as, uh, as, only, as no, the Bundesliga. Only, only no. if, it, if it leads to a guy getting a booking. Yeah, because usually that, that's then, that. It's like a terrible tackle. He's rolling around. I'm not sure if he's given a red straight away or he's going to look at the thing and then it's like. Yeah, if it's so if, if, it's, if it's going to be like that, someone could be getting sent off. Then go look at the AR. Oh. Yeah, but, but then, if it's just a 
I don't know, something in the middle where... Two people squaring up and that. It doesn't change anything. Well, so, but then what happens if middle of the pitch is a foul? I don't know if it was a foul, it was a dive or not. From that free quick, that free kick directly leads to a goal. That changes the game. No, because well, with the free kick, you should have enough time to the players to get back and get in position. Yeah, yeah but it has directly led yeah, to them. To, I agree with Directly led to a goal I opportunity. Agree with MK because you need to sort yourself out. Just. Oh, it wasn't a corner. Well, they've given a corner. Oh, they scored because of that corner. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be moaning. Just yeah, but it's the true though. But like, if they didn't have that, mean, if though. they didn't, yeah, but then that's the way. And once once VAR comes in and thingy, that's what they're going to start saying. Once they deal with all these uh, major problems, they're going to start looking at these smaller problems like, yeah, well, I guess every what year, if a corner wasn't a corner and then they score because of that corner? They'll have to adapt it every year to yeah, yeah, change yeah. it somehow to suit the game better. That just means games are going to be like five hours long. They need to stop the <laughs> clock. It. They need to stop the clock. I don't give a fuck. I'll watch it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm made to watch football. They need to start stopping the clock, though. Yeah, earlier we mentioned, obviously, um, Real Madrid and their walls. What about Ramos' new... He's the new record holder for the... King of the shithouses. <laughs> most most red cards. Is it red cards or just... Yeah, most, most sending, sending offs, offs in yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, of yeah, Europe. Sending offs, yeah, yeah. That yeah, is mad. Fair. That is mad. In the whole of Europe. That's, that's your record. Like You're holding that record for a long time. No, the biggest cunt there is, man. That's what he is. Well, yeah, because whoever's holding a record before him is plainly not playing anymore. <laughs> whoever's like number two now. Um, I, I don't fuck. Like, that's like still a sick defender. Like he's the yellow card against Ajax. New Year's on a, a yellow card away from suspension, so he just so he took it then, knowing that missed the second leg, they're pretty much going to go through. So. But, you know, but you know what's funny? The sending off today was for. I don't know if it was a straight red or he said he, the ball was coming out so he kicked the ball and the guy was trying to head it so look he started rolling around he didn't even touch the guy but that's it so it makes it worse not every run was red card is warranted below his chin it wasn't that close yeah. but the guy was just you know I was like I will say this as well like most of the stuff that Ramos does that should get him cards he gets away with mm, not yeah, all yeah. of these cards are warranted like so um, I mean is the guy a tactical yes but he's still an amazing defender. Who was who was who was captain before Ramos? <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Who was captain before was Ramos? Was it Raul captain? Maybe. Was it Raul? I think maybe. Raul I think was there. For a long there must time. have been someone between that. Between, yeah, yeah, there must have been someone between that. But Casillas. He is. Yeah, that, you know, that was it. Oh yeah, it was Casillas. Yeah, it was Casillas. But you know, he he has been there. He's been part of Real Madrid through you know, one of their best periods in football history. You know, they've had they've had several, but this is another one of them and he's been there. And you can't say that's just because he's a cheater. Like, he's still a sick defender. Like, you know, red cards, red cards. It's going to be interesting to see how this, the game changes in terms of these teams that we mentioned before, Barca, um, Juventus even to some extent. But I guess Juventus is fine because even without Ronaldo, I mean, they're losing Mazzucic soon. I mean, these guys are all getting old. Yeah. New guard and not they've come in some of them are gems, obviously like Rashford, maybe Mbappe, not maybe, definitely Mbappe, same players above. How many teams actually have that? Um well how many teams have more than one or two gems? Can That's you even look at Chelsea, about. yeah? Um Hudson Adoy. Yeah, like he's I don't think he's that great. He's good for his age, but I think he's good. Is yeah, that yeah, the future? Yeah, yeah. You, I don't know if it was you or Manas that mentioned him replacing Hazard. I don't think he's good enough to replace Hazard. No. Oh no, that was but Zaha. I think, sorry. Why are we looking? But I think why. But Cash I think, said that Zaha could. I'm like, they're still not on that level. But the thing well, is that Hazard we, is not that level. He's level. on a good level. He, Hazard and Neymar in the same bracket. Well, con, con, considering that these guys are a lot younger, 
Like Hudson and Dyer, then he could be a lot better. He could be an yeah. Aberdeen better than Hazard. That's what I'm saying. Like we're look, talking about give him like a chance. Yeah, but Chelsea I'm saying someone like Hazard is looking to leave. So who comes in? It's not but enough. It's gonna be. It's gonna be it's a lot of Pulisic. Yeah, but he's not good. Come on, we watched him. We look like everyone. Chelsea players are like, how much they pay for him again? Is it fifty or sixty million? Trying to get refund, didn't it? Jesus Christ! But no, the problem with like looking at Mbappe, Rashford, you know, Vinicius, those guys, they're all still too young to be like you know. You have to be exceptional to be leading and be. You know, at consistent level. Yeah, but like, then, I mean, Mbappe, Mbappe is. But let me give you the right now level. The right now level is Lukaku, Morata. These are the main. Like I said, <laughs> these are the main striking guys that are coming to that level. Lewandowski's, Ronaldo's, Messi. They've gone. Yeah, they're yeah, they're 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 generation of them that useless. That's but what then, I mean. But, but, gonna but be then, like, but, yeah, but we're gonna be hanging on a lot of number tens. But then it's kind of like the the England thing. England's golden generation. They fucked up a lot of guys that were below them because those guys couldn't really get in and get a chance. And mm. by the time it was time for them to get in and get a chance, it was too, too late. late for them. So what you're gonna what you're gonna have now is a case of all right, maybe guys who are 23, 24 now they'll be coming into their prime by the time Messi and Ronaldo have retired. Um, they'll step up to the plate. Or there's guys now that aren't really stepping up to the plate. But once there's a once that gap, once that vacuum is there, somebody's gonna be like, yo, I want that spot. And then they'll up their game, but yeah, we won't like, know um, until it happens. Even like oh, what's his name, Dybala was doing well at Juve. Then Ronaldo comes in, he's gonna be quiet. Yeah, but even taking even, a little back seat because the goal is coming taking his spot. Even people. him, even him being quiet is still quite impressive. Like you know, yeah. not comparing to Ronaldo and Messi, but he's still got uh, impressive returns for this season. And if you take Ronaldo and Messi out of the equation, he <laughs> looks a lot better. And that's another thing. As soon as they're out of the equation, the stuff that these guys are doing now. They will be top goal scorers. They will be leading goal scorers. They don't even have to up their game. They will just automatically be those guys. Mm. In foot, in life, and in football, there's been an upturn in obviously just an undercurrent of slight racist things that have been happening. Brexit, yeah, well, <laughs> that, that could be a factor. Some people might say it's not, but it seems a bit coincidental that it's all linked with it. But um, Michelle Antonio of West Ham mentioned that clubs should be held more accountable for the actions of their fans. So it mean meaning that fans like, uh, I think it was against um, West Ham, against Liverpool, where um, the Salah. West Ham, yeah, when Salah went to take the corner and they were shouting, uh, calling Salah a Muslim C-word. C yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Encore for not needed, but they're calling him that. And then it, uh, Michel Antonio is saying clubs should be deducted points. So I'm not a hundred like deducted points. I'm not hundred percent sure about, but they should be held accountable. Um, obviously, you know, it's in, you know if it's in the newspaper and it happens, and then a couple of weeks later you see oh this guy got a lifetime ban. But you don't always see that with all these racist incidents, but. They're held accountable for what the fans do. That's the way it is. So there should be some kind of uh, there should be some kind of penalty to make sure that they're they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and they're trying their hardest to get rid of it. The thing is, um, this there's the two factors, which is, is it just a thing we're looking at for football or for the community? Because the racism is not involved because of the football; it's from your community. So oh, of course, yeah. For the football club, like you said, like they they do. Try and you know the whole kick it out and whatnot. They do work with um, 
support groups and whatnot that deal with this kind of issue. But at the same time, you're not going to change a fan's, you know, perspective or however they think because of, I don't know, a, a lifetime ban. But I would say in that same way, even if they do are getting it from their community, if football is a place you can stamp it out, little kids that are going to football games are not going to start going football games and thinking, oh, it's all right for me to say here at the football game. Like you say, that is football is part of the community. So if you're trying to stamp out of your community, that has to be included as well. Of course. Yeah, but I'm sure they do it in both places. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They're doing it in both places, but, you know, get it out of each and every place. Send it, like for me, the end of the day, no matter what is happening in the community or whatever, like these footballers, as much as everyone will say, oh, these guys are paid a lot anyway, they should just deal with it. No, that's got nothing to do with it. At the end of the day, no one should go to work and be abused. That's just that's it should, it should yeah, not be. Yeah, it should not yeah, happen. Yeah. So these guys just deserve to have a fit. Like go to work, enjoy themselves, let them do what they're doing. That's it. They get enough pressure for playing football as it is. They get the benefits, but they get pressures. But for me, what I would I've said this for a very very long time. What I would do is any club that is found that they there's proof like they're on that one there's video that West Ham fans and they clearly know it's West Ham fans there was one guy that was one guy to the mouth it was there mm-hmm. and they proved, it proved it in some video what they should do is just a random figure I'm going to pluck out my head but find them three, three million pounds and give that to to Salah and then obviously the bigger players like Salah they're not, he's not going to keep it he's yeah but who's going to get fined the club the, the club has Yeah, but the, the guy who's doing it, he can huh? still do it. Like, yeah, fuck it, let them pay. Yeah, but, think, but then if you know that's going to start hitting, trans- like, hitting your club, if your club come out on in summer and say, oh, you know, like, we will go put the season to this. Some people don't give a shit. Bro, you're gonna give if you're at the game, you're gonna give a shit if the season ticket goes on. No, no not like that. But I mean, go up, they some say people that. don't. I'm, I'm not saying everyone, but I'm yeah. saying some people won't give a shit. You know, there's some yeah, real degenerates out there no, no, that will think then, I no, don't care. Find, we're not gonna win a trophy no, anyway. No, but they, they, find, they find the person that's on it. He's banned, but the club get fined as well. And then that one, then they, yeah, they, if they do that, the club might come out and say, yeah, season ticket price will go up or. Like, we were going to sign someone, but now we're three million short. We can't sign. I so they're keeping the team worse and they might get relegated or whatever. But okay, they need to take okay some hold sort on. Now you've got one. a West Ham fan in a Millwall game and he's in the Millwall section. But he's obviously, he's gone down to, he's wearing the Millwall colours and he screams out racism to get Millwall, like, less money. Do you know what I mean? It, it's, yeah, it's, no, a, it's an idea, but anyone That's a lot of trouble to go to, but then that's like... But then, yeah, but how often do you see uh, yes, you do. football fans dressing up as away fans and smashing up a thing okay, to... Okay, look, like, for like, example... Football guys are not, I, that, I'm, they're not that ingenious. I'm, I'm not racist, but at the same time... Okay, if I was going <laughs> to the friends. Emirates... Not like that, but if I was going to the Emirates, my brother-in-law has a season ticket. I'll be yeah. sitting in the, with the Arsenal fans. Yeah. So let's say I was one of these guys and I was shouting abuse. I'll be in the other section, but I could... I'm in the Arsenal section. What's there to say... He's not an Arsenal fan or whatever. I'm sure if so, they look in some sort of receipt somewhere, they'll find that you're not an Arsenal fan. They can find out who you are. They, just go, anyway. they, go, they Google you, find out this podcast. <laughs> say like, oh, when you talk about United, you say we. They know you're a United fan. <laughs> but now, my thing is as well, I'm not saying that like every time, straight away, bam, that's a racist incident thingy. A, they should get a certain amount of time to have the incident investigated and mm. dealt with. 48 hours, 72 hours, whatever it is. Um, and then if the FA deems that the action and stuff they've taken is satisfactory, then maybe there's no need for a fine. But if week in, week out, your your club, or, you know, if it's happening a certain number of times a season, then you you obviously, you know that as a club, they're not doing enough. And you're saying like, yeah, they give to kick it out. Yeah, that's fine. But 
we know a lot of that is largely PR. It's the same as, as companies give to charity. It's tax write-offs and PR. Are they actually, you know, giving to giving in the name of something is all great, but what are you doing within your club to make sure that it's not there anymore? And this is what I'll come in and say. Um, in terms of racism, it's not considered a crime, or is it? Yeah, it is. Racism, okay. racism is a crime. Okay, crime. so yeah. with this, you get the police involved. Besides your lifetime ban, your like you said, you probably get fine community service or something, and with that, you get the whole like driving, drink driving, or whatever. You go through a course which should re-educate you, like exactly. John Barnes has been saying. You, some people just need re-education in general. But then, if the clubs are doing things like that, mm. then it's gonna not be as prevalent. Like for yeah, for me, if I was to go to United and get a lifetime ban, I'd be like, oh, piss! I can never go to United game again. But it's not gonna affect my life massively. I haven't been to United game in a couple of years. Yeah, but I, mean, if I don't they go there that often. Bit to it where you're getting. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Okay. The lifetime ban is all well and good, mm. but you know, for a lot of guys, like for instance, you know, but do they get anything after that? Like well, after from lifetime police ban. and all that. Did, what do they get besides know, police, a slap on the wrist? You never know. Police say they investigate, but you never hear there's any kind That's of. My you thing. never hear there's any kind of uh, comeback after that. If anyone's found, they should add all these measures yeah, yeah, because like in the it gets into the community. Make them go to so a racial you know sensitivity it's not right course. To do a certain thing. Yeah, yeah. Called, the you kick get it, points the, on your racism license. Thing. That's it. The kick it out uh, chairman, Lord Ashley, he did come out and say that like, English football is dysfunctional in the way it tackles racism. Yeah, yeah, he, it's this guy, is, he's always, he's very outspoken, yeah. he's very outspoken. He came it. out, he said, basically, they need instant action. Uh, instant action is what we're looking for and responsible leadership. That um, So they met uh, earlier in February, it's in a statement that came out saying, all, all clubs agreed that more needs to be done to ensure BME, which is black, Asian and minority ethnic fans mm. and players are, uh, are supported. And that pathways are improved to encourage more people from different backgrounds to take part in coaching, refereeing, administration, and obviously feel more safer in yeah. their stadiums and that. Because, and again, that's another thing. Like, is if and like outside of when there is an incident and or when you know kick it out or doing some kind of you know it's like a special special two weeks dedicated to that racism, whatever, whatever uh, a charity you're doing, you know, Stonewall or kick it out, whatever. Football clubs don't talk about racism or homophobia in the game. It's only when, you know, there's a PR thing going on or something has happened that like, might negatively yeah. affect their club. That's the only time they talk about it. Like they, Altrincham Football Club, they what what the um a one off kit for the Rainbow The Rainbow Kit, but they just did that. Just they for publicity just... basically. Obviously he's sending a message but they know like he he'd really heard about Altrincham FC. Yeah, but, no but really the thing is, but the thing is, it wasn't linked or tied to nothing. It wasn't because Kick Out was saying this is the special day we're gonna when yeah. we're gonna wear this kit. They just did that off their own back. No clubs aren't doing that. They're not doing nothing off their own back. They're just waiting until like say Kick It Out or Stonewall are doing something and they're piggybacking on it. Or there's racist abuse or there's homophobic abuse in the stands. Then they make a statement and then they do this and do that. You will never catch on a random day a team saying we're doing this. We're starting these courses, or we're 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 holding sensitivity training, or whatever. But what do you think of um, Chelsea? Chelsea, um, obviously, they've had a number of uh, high-profile issues. They've then taken now their club is taking like giving fans the opportunity to go on like training about um, about uh, what happened in, to the Jews and the Holocaust. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, been yeah. given a chance for them to learn about things and stuff. They're putting them on so they like so that they don't call yeah, so they can, yeah, so they, so they yeah, can stop, stop, the, stop with that. Yeah. Then they're gonna play a match, I think, in America in the summer for that charity, and they're gonna raise money for them. And then obviously it's linked 
to that. So then that's obviously them making a step, but on the flip side, will it like they can put on the thing, but you know that like, that most probably diehard fans are not gonna go to those games. They're, yeah. not, they're not gonna go into those training things. So they're not really gonna change. They'll still be the ones maybe, telling maybe, telling people to get off the tube and maybe whatnot. if you want your maybe if you want your season ticket, that's what you have to go through. There's a questionnaire or something that you need to do to get your season ticket to get through to the final page, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. With that, I think we come to the end. Let's wrap it up, guys. Yeah, we solved racism. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. How much do you reckon we can get for that? I don't know. We solved it. We solved it. Like, it's got to be, it's gotta be worth something. Holler will kick it out and see what they're willing to offer. Nah, that you think? That. Go you saw racism, so you want to get money for it. If we solved it, let's make money. Oh. We get to kill two birds with one stone. I get rich and I solve racism. Nah, bro. To be honest, like the cure for cancer ain't ever gonna come for free. Anyway, <laughs> like, so. the, the pharmaceuticals, they yeah, they solve, they solve stuff. They make money, and then they on the other side they make you ill as well. So, <laughs> so they make sure they keep getting paid. I want to get paid, man. And that's for our next episode. So on that note, make sure you follow conspiracy. us, listen to us, plug us to all your friends, everything. Or I want to get cancer. paid. Is you need to you tell saying? us where to follow us. Follow us <laughs> on Twitter at BNA Podcast. No, find us. Sorry, go on. No, go on. <laughs> yeah, no, follow us Twitter at BNA Podcasts. Uh, use the hashtag, hashtag BNA Podcast. Yeah, it's been, it. it's been BNF, Ben, no filter. Flows. It's MK. Signing off for another week. Peace. Yep, yep.